tablets Like to say welcome on today. Amen. God bless you. Welcome on today. This is Yes and Amen Youth Church with Pastor Derek Fletcher. Recording in progress. Derek Fletcher and Ayani Fletcher. God bless you. Enjoy the music and relax while we get prepared. everyone okay we thank god for today and we want to say thank god for life health and strength and so we're still talking about the book of acts on today and today is the 17th of july 2022 and today we're going to talk about uh stephen some people call it stephen but stephen um and so it's a good lesson on today. So as we read through the lesson, we'd like for you to reflect on and look at the fact that he was bold, he was anointed, and he continued in the things of God. And so uh, let's go through here. Let's take a look at the goals of the lesson on today. Okay, so so we want to give the students a basic understanding of the life of the early church. And also we want to 
share an inspiring story about key people featured in Acts. So it's very important that we know about Stephen, about Peter, John, about Paul also. So these are some key people. And also let's take a look at also, uh, we wanna challenge you to live a life of courageous faith like Stephen, dying if necessary for their, their devotion to Christ. And that's a key word, if necessary. And it references devotion to Christ. Topic words are boldness, uh, courage, evangelism, faith, influence, uh, peer pressure, and stand firm, standing firm. So these are key things to take a look at. So let's look at uh, Acts 7, 59 and 60. While they were stoning him, Stephen prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he fell on his knees and cried out, Lord, do not hold this sin against him. When he had said this, he fell asleep. Okay, again, Acts 7, 59 and 60. It says, while they were stoning him, Stephen said, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he fell on his knees and cried out, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. Then he had, when he had said this, he fell asleep. All right, one more time. Acts 7, 59 and 60. While they were stoning him, Stephen prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he fell on his knees and cried out, Lord, do not hold this sin against me. Then he had said this, he, when he had said this, he fell asleep. When, not then, when. Okay, repeat after me. Acts 7, 59 and 60. Acts 7, 59 and 60. While they were stoning him. While they were stoning him. While they were stoning him. Stephen prayed. Stephen prayed. Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus receive, receive my, spirit. my spirit. Then he fell on his knees. Then he fell on his knees. Then he fell on his knees. And cried out. And cried and out. Cried out. Lord, do not hold this sin against them. Lord, do not hold this sin against them. When he had said this, when he had said this, he fell asleep. He fell asleep. Okay, Derek, open us up in prayer, please. <clears throat> Father God, we want to thank you on today for giving us grace. Thank you for keeping us hard and healthy, Father God. Keep us safe on our trip all the way to Tucson and back. Father God, we want to thank you on today. 
us in the work. Lori, hope to learn about the way you've done things through this verse called Acts 7, uh, verse 59 through 60, Father God. We want to know what you've done to make the world so great in your holy mind. In Jesus' my name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. So, uh, yeah, today we are heading to Tucson for a ministry retreat. So we'll be there a couple of days. And so let's look at this. Okay. Have you ever been bullied? Oh, let's go back here and screen capture. Uh, that way you can look at the group builder. And so you can pause this and then work through it. All right, let's take a look at this too. You can pause this. So a thought to keep in mind, have you ever been bullied? No. No. Okay, yes. good. What was it like? It was sad. Oh, okay. It was hard. Uh, but I got through it. And yeah, later on, okay. we decided to become friends. Yeah, okay. All right, we'll let you pause and screen capture this too. Okay, let's dig in. So, so Stephen was a hero of faith. Few people knew much about him. Okay, that is going to change for you today as we take a quick look at Stephen's life, his entire life, his role in the church, persecution, message, and eventual death. So there's several references in the Bible about Stephen, and primarily in Acts 6 through 8 chapter. Okay, let's take a look here. Let's go in and, and read this. This is referencing choosing of seven. Okay. All right, I'll read the first scripture, then Derek, you read two, three, four, and then Yanni, you read five, six, seven. Okay, Yanni, uh, come back up. Why are you down there? Okay, that's why I'd like for him to leave. So get up, just get up and leave him alone. All right. Let's see. Acts 6, 1 through 7. Okay, verse 1. In those days when the number of disciples was increasing, the Hellenistic Jews among them complained against the Hebrew Jews because their widows 
were being overlooked in the daily distribution of food. And so here, Hellenistic Jews represents uh, Greek born Jews and the, and the Hebrew Jews represent uh, the Jews from Jerusalem. Okay, just in case you were wondering. Okay, Derek, go ahead and get started. <clears throat> so the 12 gathered all the disciples together and said, that's this real small. It would not be right for us to neglect in ministry of the word of God in order to wait on tables. Brother and sisters, choose seven men from among you who are known, known to be full of the spirit and wisdom. Oh, no, wait, let me turn this over. Maybe that'll be better. Okay, there we go. We will turn this responsibility over to them. Kick him out. And we'll, and we'll give our attention to prayer and the ministry of the word. Okay, go ahead and read. Okay. Close this, the door all the way. This proposal, the whole group. This proposal pleased the whole group. I mean, please, the whole group. Ow. They chose Stephen, a man full of faith and of the Holy Spirit. Also, these men to the apostles. Uh, also, hold on. Also, Philip. Oh, sorry. Um, Philip. Procorius. Procorius. Nicanor. Timon and Parmenas, 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 and Nicholas from Antioch, 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 a convert to Jude Judaism. Judaism. Okay, they present it. Oh, I thought Yang was going to read next. We'll just have her read the next one. Okay, they presented these men to the apostles, who prayed and laid their hands on them. So the word of God spread. The number of disciples in Jerusalem increased rapidly, and a large number of priests became obedient to the prayer. I mean, faith. To the faith. Okay, so they chose seven. Um, to the work was growing, and so the apostles needed more people to help out. So they elected seven laid hands on them, prayed with them, and commissioned them to go for it. So what is happening in this passage, Derek? Yanni? Derek. Derek, what's happening in this passage? Apparently, there's... Um, apparently... Uh, uh, Um, so apparently they were, uh, they gave seven men of the Holy Spirit, um, the church is growing. They gave him what? Um, they gave him tasks and assignments, right? Yes. 
Okay. I was going to say more of the responsibility. Okay, responsibility. Okay. So where do we first read of Stephen, Yanni? In verse five. Okay. It says they choose Stephen, a man full of faith and the Holy Spirit. That says Stephen. Oh, Stephen. Stephen or Stephen, either way. Okay. All right. So how is Stephen described in Luke? by Luke in this passage. It says he's described as a man full of faith and the Holy Spirit. A man full of faith and the Holy Spirit. Okay, Stephen's primary role in the early church was to help help care for widows. Sometime later, trouble begins for him. Right. Okay, let's take a look at this one. Yanni, you and I, since Derek read the other one. So I'll read the first one, and then uh, you can read the rest of it, okay? Okay. And so... Acts 6, 8 through 15. Now, Stephen, a man full of God's grace and power, performed great wonders and signs among the people. Opposition. Pharaohs. However, from members of signs. The synagogue. The synagogue of the freedom. As it freeman of the freeman of the freeman, as it was called Jews of Cyrene, Cyrene and Alexandria, as well as the prophecy province, the provinces, provinces of Cilicia, Cilicia and Asia, Asia, who began to argue with Stephen but they could not stand up against the wisdom the holy spirit gave him as he as he spoke then they secretly persuaded some men to say we have heard stephen speak blasphemous 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 words against Moses and against God. So they stirred, stirred, stirred. the people and the elders and the te teachers of the law of the law. They sized Stephen and brought him sized or seized. Seized Stephen and brought him before the Sanhedrin. Sanhedrin. They produced false witnesses who testified this fellow never stopped speaking against the holy place and against the law. 
So we have heard him say that this Jesus of Nazareth will destroy this place and change the custom the customs Moses handed down to us. All who were sitting in the San Hurden, Sanhedrin Sanhedrin looked and intently at Stephen and they saw that his face was like the face of an angel. His face was what? Like the face of an angel. Was his face like he sucked on a bunch of lemons? No. What was his face like? The face of an angel. Okay. So Derek, how is Stephen described in verse eight? The face of an angel. In verse eight. Oh, sorry, I'm thinking of the wrong person. Uh, he performed great wonders. He had grace and power. What was Stephen? What was he? A man full of God's grace and power. Okay. And now he performed great works and signs among the people. So the whole thing, the whole thing. Right? A man full of what? Grace and power. A man full of God's grace and power. So what is Stephen known for doing, Yanni? He's known for performing the great wonders of the signs among the people. Oh, okay, let's see that. Let's see that, let's see that. Okay, so did Stevens, did he face opposition, Derek? Did he face opposition? No. Oh, he didn't? What's the opposition? Oh. Did Stephen face opposition? Did he have to deal with people coming against him and not liking what he did, right? Yes. Right? So did he face opposition, yes or no? No. Oh, he didn't? I mean, he did. Which one? He did. Okay, I just want to make sure. Yes. But this opposition, but this, but his opposition, okay, look at your display, could not gain an advantage because of the wisdom of the what? The Holy Spirit, Holy right? Spirit. Uh, so what did his opponents do in response, what did they do? They, um, uh, they, I don't need to look Um, they, they perhaps looked down on him. Um, they, well, they just showed, stirred them up. Opposition he, arose. Yep, in opposition. Okay, what you were going to say, Yannick? We'll come back to you. You still get your thoughts together. I was going to say that so they stripped up all the people and the elders and the teachers of the law. Okay, so they told him, says, hey, this dude is crazy. Okay, Derek, what you was going to say now? I was going to say they looked down on him as in, 
as someone who speaks of crazy talk. Okay. As uh, as like a um a uh like someone who uh who says like um something false. Okay. And no one believes them. Like right. uh, Noah's Ark. Like uh, when Noah tried to warn them okay. about the great rain. Okay. Um, but no one believed him. Okay. According to verse, according to verse 15, what was noticed by everyone who saw Stephen? Verse 15. According to verse 15. His face was like the face of an angel. His face was like the face of an angel. Okay. Okay, Acts 7, 51 and 53. You stiff-necked people, your hearts and ears are still uncircumcised. You are just like your ancestors, you always resist the Holy Spirit. Was there ever a prophet your ancestors did not persecute? They even killed those who predicted the coming of the righteous one. And now you have betrayed and murdered him. You who have received the law that was given through the angels, but have not obeyed it. They received the law, but they did not obey it. They received the law, but they did not obey it. Okay. Question number one, Derek. What does Steph Stephen call the Sanherbi? The Sanhedrin. Sanhedrin. What did he call them? You stiff-necked people. Okay, stiff-necked people. Your hearts and ears are still uncircumcised. Okay, Yanni, who does? Who does he accuse them of murdering? He accuses them of murdering him. Ancestors, the prophets, right? Yeah, prophets, you ever, your ancestors did not. So he said that you're just like your ancestors. You kill the prophets and the people that come to share what God says, right? And they resist the Holy Spirit. Okay. So it says these are harsh allegations telling a Jewish leader that he is uncircumcised. It's the ultimate insult. Okay. All right, let's take a look at this one. So here they're stoning Stephen. Okay. Okay. And so So I'll read one, 
Derek, you read three and Yanni, you read three. Acts 7, 54 and 60. When the members of the Sanhedrin heard this, they were furious and gashed, mashed, gashed their teeth at him, gritted their teeth. Ah, okay, Derek, read the next three. <clears throat> but, uh, but Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, looked up to heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. <sighs> Look, he said, I've seen, oh, sorry, I see heaven open and the son of the man of man standing at the right hand of God. At this, they, con they covered their ears and yelling at the top of their voices. They all rushed at him. Dread. Okay, okay Yanni. Yanni. Out of the city and began, began to stone him. Meanwhile, the witness laid their coats at the feet of the young man named Saul. While they were stoning him, Stephen prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he will fall on his knees and cried. And then he fell on his knees and cried out, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. When he had said this, when he said this, he fell asleep. Okay. How did the Sanhedrin feel about uh, Stephen's preaching and confrontation? They thought it was a bunch of baloney. Okay. They thought it was like false. Okay. And just a buttload of nonsense. Okay. And it made them mad and furious. So, uh, Yanni, do you think Stephen knew he was in danger at this point? Yes. Okay. But he was not afraid. Okay. So in 56, what did Stephen say? In response, Derek. Oh, sorry. Um, I'm on three, right? Yeah. Okay, then. Look. He said, look, I see heaven open and the son of man standing at the right hand of God. Okay. Son of man. Uh, the son of man. It's Jesus. Yep. Okay. So how did the Sanhedrin respond and why, Yanni? Can I scroll up? Can I scroll up? The Sanhedrin's Where they put the witness will. They did what? The witnesses laid their coats at the feet of the young man named Saul. 
Okay. So how did the Sanhedrin respond? So they stoned him, right? Right. Mm -hmm. They stoned him. Okay. They ultimately stoned him. Says they covered their ears and yelled loudly while charging him because this was considered blasphemous. So, so what did the Sanhedrin do next? They, yeah, they dragged him out of the city. Stoned him to death. Okay, so what did Stephen do? as this was happening. He prayed to God. Okay, he prayed to God. He probably called out for the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Okay, and he says, forgive them, right? Forgive them for their sins, right? Okay, it's incredible that his praying caused his preaching Cost Stephen his life. More incredible is how Stephen responds, asking for forgiveness for them as he dies. Okay, so what is most remarkable about Stephen's martyrdom? What do you think? So he became a martyr. So what do you think about that? Nobody don't want to talk about that? Well, I do want to talk about it. I just don't. Oh. What do you want to say? Well, I can't I can't put this into words but um um what's the word um oh, no, wait maybe uh what's the question again his martyrdom the fact that he died for Christ yeah um I feel like it's just it's uh sure straight up disrespectful okay or um i'm looking for another word that describes this but i can't i can't think of it but what i do know is it's just disrespectful okay now um i i do remember a story in the bible telling how people weren't believing in God and a man and God caught up called out to a man to tell them about the word but the people didn't believe him okay so the people decided to throw stones at him okay and even though they were throwing stones at him he decided he the man still said God please forgive them from their sins okay so, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so why do you think 
it's hard for us to grasp Stephen's willingness to die for the gospel, Yanni. What do you think, Yanni? So that's a very tough one. So he gave up himself so willingly for the cause of Christ. And you have to kind of look at yourself. Say, would you would you readily do that? Or would you have to think about it? Would you like, hmm, I don't know about that. So, but because of he was filled with the Holy Spirit that gave him boldness and more strength. Not saying that you guys aren't filled with the Holy Ghost, but you're going to think about it. Man, I could die because of this, right? Yeah. Or I, I could become a martyr, right? So so those are things to consider. It could be our, <laughs> our lack of faith or that we do not see this type of persecution in our own lives, right? Right, we're in the US. There's not a whole lot of persecution like that where we could be killed for our faith. But in other countries, uh, there are people that will, if they say that they are in Christ, they could be killed like immediately, okay? So we're blessed to be in the US. So Stephen is the first Christian to die for preaching about Jesus. Do you have any idea uh, how many martyrs there were or have been since Jesus' death? I mean, since uh, Stephen's death? Well, since his death. So what about millions? How about many? Right? A conservative estimate is 5,000 to 10,000 people die for their faith around the world annually, right? Like I said, in other countries, people have to uh, be careful because they could get killed. There have been times in history when that number was much higher, even taken on a low end over the past 2,000 years. So this an estimate that over 10 million people have died for their faith in Jesus. What do you think about that? I don't know, Dad. I don't know. Does that number surprise you, Derek? Why or why not? Well, you got to admit, it's pretty shocking, though. Yeah, it is. Five to 10,000 people like that. Yeah. That's a lot. Yep, sure is. So it's pretty shocking. No doubt about it. I mean, like. <sighs> okay, all right. We just, we just sharing these questions. All right, so so definitely this is a area of serious consideration, right? 
So what what kinds of qual uh, qualities do you think it takes to be willing to die for your faith? Courage, the Holy Spirit. Okay, courage, the Holy Spirit. Faith. Okay, so definitely the Holy Spirit. I mean, that's like um, the ultimate, right? You got to be empowered by God to deal with these things. So do you think you possess these qualities? Why or why not? So Derek, answer the question and then Yanni. I'll answer it first. So do I think I possess these qualities? I think so. I think that the spirit of God within me and my faith in God. So, but it's hard choices. So go ahead, Derek. Yes. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Talk about it. I have faith in God. Okay. He's going to protect me. It's going to protect you. Okay. I totally have faith in God, and there's no doubt about him. No doubt about it. Never any no doubt, doubt about him. Okay, let's go down here. So persecution is something that happens a lot today. However, the people who are being killed for their faith are not necessarily some sort of super Christian. They are just convinced that this life is not the end, not that like Stephen, right? More than that, like Stephen, they were willing to forgive the people who persecuted them. That's a tough one, it's a tough. So more discussion questions. We'll jump down to the last one here, these right here. How did Stephen's story and his uh, conversation change you? How do you, how do you think this Bible, <coughs> this Bible story changed you, Yanni? What do you think? Oh, you know what, while we're doing that, how do you think it changed you or did it? It gave you another perspective, right? Right. Yeah. Stephen's perspective. Okay. Okay. All right. So in light of what you know now, how might you live differently? Would you live differently now that you know? Yep. Okay. In light of what? You know now, how might your prayers change? Hey, uh, uh, my prayers might change into something like. Okay, everybody, chill with that right now. I know. Sit back. We're gonna finish the lesson. How how would how would it change? It'd be something as in I'm looking more into how much he loves us. I mean, he may have sacrificed his son, yes. but there were people 
great people that he chose okay. to make it worth the effort in order for Jesus, I mean, for God to collect, I mean, for Jesus okay. to cleanse our sins. Okay. He's the man. There, like he's the man who cleansed our sins. Also, the people who are with Jesus, his disciples, they are men who I hope to know in the future had a great run into making us know why we why we are here today. Okay, so there's people that have sacrificed for the cause of Christ. For the cause of good. Okay. All right. So, so all these things are good. So what we're going to do is pause the screen. These are some general questions that we kind of skipped over, but I, I'm going to just hold it here so everybody can see it. So when you hear stories like this, what do you feel? Do you feel encouraged, guilty, or inspired? How do you feel, Derek? I feel extremely inspired. Yanni? I feel inspired, encouraged. I feel strong. Okay. So why do you think you feel that way? Because now that, because I'm knowing that. You're not alone. I'm not alone in this. I'm not alone in this thing. Okay. Like, for example, there are more, there are more people out there that love God so much that they will praise him from the highest rooftop. Okay. That will legit shoot out a firework on 4th of July saying God is all. Okay. And he would die for us no matter what. Okay. Because he loves us. Because he loves us. What do you think about that, Yanni? All right, we'll go to the next one. Okay, what role does persecution have on the church? What roles does persecution have on the church? What role does persecution have on the church? For our past studies in Acts, how does the church change following Stephen's murder? How does it change? What do you think happens? He became a martyr. That inspired even more people to step out and, and have faith and cause the church to grow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And their faith says, wow, Pete, you know, I was going to say Peter did it. Yeah. Uh, Stephen did it. I could, <coughs> I could do it. Do you think we should pray for persecution to stop? Why? Yes. Why not? Yes. Okay. Yes. This is a tough one, but it's really just meant for the students to think through. Okay. All right. So that's good. All right. Yanni, pray. Lord, thank you for all that you've done for us and all that you will do for us. And Lord, 
please protect us while we're on our while we're getting to Tucson and when we're coming back. And Lord, protect our family that's here at the house. And we want you, Lord, to keep them safe. And let no hurt, harm, or danger come to them or us while we're in Tucson and we're here. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 All right. Thank you for tuning in. Pastor Derek Fletcher with Derek and Ayani Fletcher. And we're thankful for you and the time that you've taken. God bless you and have a good day.